Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We begin with reaction to Game 2 of the American League Division Series as the Tampa Bay Rays take down the New York Yankees by the score of 7-5. And look, The Yankees losing game two hurts. But when you consider what Tampa was throughout the year and you realize what a thorn in the side they were of the Yankees from start to finish in 2020, anybody who had the expectation, anybody who had the mindset that this was going to be an easy series, and I tried to warn you guys of this yesterday, I was all sorts of giddy. I was all sorts of fired up. But I think there's going to be some walk-in-the-park series for the Yankees. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. To think that was going to be the case, honestly, reality check, wake up and smell the coffee. Now, it's amazing to me that yet we sit here tonight getting ready to go through this show. And I think the frustration of this particular game for many of you and for me has far more to do with the brain trust decision-making and how the pitching was going to be handled than the actual loss itself. I will admit, because it made my blood boil, because it made absolutely no sense, and then you compound that, with the fact the Yankees lost the game, it angers me, it bothers me that much more. Because what the Yankees tried to do, unfortunately, on Tuesday night, is outray the Rays. What do I mean by that? The Yankees up one to nothing in this series after a terrific game one win got entirely too cute with how they went about handling. They're pitching, kicking off this game. So we found out yesterday that David Garcia was going to get denied and that David Garcia was going to be on the mound. And I think many of us were surprised. I told you guys yesterday I was totally cool with Masahiro Tanaka being lined up to pitch 
the pivotal game three in that you're up 1-0 in the series. It's the perfect spot for Garcia to go and get his feet wet. I thought it would be Jay Happ, but nonetheless, I was cool with the idea of David Garcia. I said, great, let's see what the kid can do. Then I noticed checking social media early in the morning yesterday and today as we were getting ready for odds on sports. Sweeney was all over this, give him credit. Uh, Martino over at SNY had it too, give him credit. They were tweeting and they were discussing the idea of Davey Garcia being an opener for Jay Happ or whoever. And I said, that is a god-awful idea. We talked about it yesterday on the air. A god-awful idea when you consider the fact that, number one, the Yankee bullpen is not as deep and is not as good as it's been in years past. I think we're all aware of that. We've talked about it, you know, for the last couple of weeks. Number two, you are now putting Davey Garcia and Jay Hat in a position that they have not been in all year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Davey Garcia the opener in any game this year? The answer to that question is no. Jay Hat piggybacking off of Garcia. Yeah, he did it last year in the postseason for an inning or two. What did he do? He didn't do it at all throughout the regular season. And I know Hap, and we'll get to his comments after the game, comes across as a little bit of a baby. But I understand his critique because I would feel the exact same way. I started all year. This is what we did. Why are we getting too cute? That's the way I see it. The Yankees got way too cute. And basically, you had Aaron Boone after the game trying to dance around saying, oh, if Garcia looked good, then maybe, you know, this wasn't some preconceived plan that was thought out before the game. Anybody who believes that might as well, you know, be a sucker. You might as well buy anything that you hear from anyone on the air or anyone in media or any politician, you'll believe any word you hear. Because anybody with half a brain would realize the Yankees thought about and talked about how they were going to orchestrate this plan, which was idiotic. It was idiotic. It did not need done. Why? Because they're afraid of the Rays and the way they can mix and match? Play your game. Do what you do. You're up in the series. You don't have to act like the desperate team. But it came across as the Yankees were acting like the desperate team. And the reason you know point blank that this was something talked about yesterday, today, going in, Basically, three pitches into the game for Davey Garcia. J-Hap is in the bullpen getting hot. And it's not like J-Hap is just, you know, lollygagging it, tossing it free and easy. No, 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 no. J-Hap was letting it rip with the understanding that when a certain batter came up to the plate, he was coming into the game. And I want to make something perfectly clear because I think I'm going to get a lot of calls tonight with a whole lot of angry, ticked off, frustrated Yankee fans 
And I'm right there leading the charge with you guys because I hated this idea. I thought it was awful. I thought it was stupid. I thought it made absolutely no sense. And it was way too cute. But before you guys look to destroy and rag on Aaron Boone, know this. If you think Aaron Boone was the architect and the guy in charge of making this call and making this decision, you're not paying attention. Sorry. You're not of the mindset of what Major League Baseball is in 2020. This decision came from Cashman, analytics departments, everybody within the Yankee front office, I'm sure, had a say in this. And the sense I get, now maybe I'm trying to be, you know, Sherlock Holmes or Inspector Gadget, or I'm trying to be my, you know, best, you know, possible detective, if you will. I got the sense after the game, Aaron Boone seemed very uncomfortable about the way this plan was put into place. And maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe we'll get some answers in, you know, later months or later years. I don't get the sense Aaron Boone was totally on board with this. Just based on the way he answered the questions. Because he sounded very, very uncomfortable. This decision right here bothers me so much because number one, the Yankees got way too cute in this particular ballgame. And now number two, you use J-Hap, you use Davey Garcia, and what in the world are you doing in game four of this series? Jordan Montgomery? But why are you burning two of your better pitchers and putting them in a position that they haven't been in all year? Silly. Very, very silly. Now, could the Yankees, offensively speaking, have bailed out this wonderful brain trust decision? Yeah, they could have. And John Carlos Stanton, who was credit, basically did everything in his power to try to bail the Yankees out of this. Hit a home run to tie the game in a second. Hit a three-run homer that still has not landed. Basically went over the second deck into that like outdoor bar they have over at Petco Park. And Stanton homering in three straight postseason at bats. The first guy to do it since Mr. October Reggie Jackson in a Yankee uniform. Look, give Stanton credit. Lyake fans have ragged on him. I know I've gotten on Stanton because he's been unable to stay on the field. Stanton is locked in. His at bad quality, his performance, it has been excellent. Unfortunately for the rest of the Yankee bats, their at-bat quality, their performance was the worst we have seen here in this postseason. And look, the Yankees were locked in in the two games against Cleveland. They were locked in game one last night, blowing it open in the ninth inning. And you look, and they still scored five runs. So it's not like the Yankees were in a position where they didn't give you anything on offense. It's not like they got shut out or scored one run, the whole deal. But what do we talk about constantly in postseason? You got to cut down on your strikeouts. And the Yankees in a non-inning game against some high-quality, high-caliber Tampa Bay pitching. Let's not make the Tampa Bay pitching out to be uh, run-of-the-mill and average. Tyler Glass now is filthy. Nick Anderson has been as good as anybody coming out of that bullpen. He is just Scary, scary good. 
But it does not excuse the Yankees striking out 18 times. 18 times in a nine-inning ballgame. That's just not going to get it done. And as this game went on, there were some chances for the Yankees to go and put together a big hit, big at-bat, game-changing at-bat that might have shifted, that might have changed the narrative of this game. Sixth inning, Aaron Hicks walks. Take Glassdown out of the game. Voigt strikes out. Stanton strikes out. Geo lines out. Seventh inning. You get to Castillo. Glaber walks. Quinn Frazier singles up the middle. First and second. Nobody out. In comes Nick Anderson in for Diego Castillo. Gary Sanchez. DJ LeMayu. Aaron Judge. Same result. Striking out swing. Ninth inning. Yankees had an opportunity against Fairbanks who could not throw a strike. And we'll get to the atrocity that was C.B. Buckner's strike zone too, which I'm sure played at least a little bit of a role in the Yankees striking out as many times as they did. Good pitching for Tampa, bad at-bats for the Yankees, and then the strike zone that was just an absolute disaster. Embarrassing. Buckner's strike zone was a complete joke tonight. Joke. Nonetheless, ninth inning, Jiro walks. Glaber walks. First and second, nobody out. Quinn Frazier's up in the count, three and one. Strikes out and chases ball four. Gary Sanchez is up. He had a very, very rough game. Strikes out swinging was completely overmatched. Then LeMayu gets the big hit. And there's never a surprise there with DJ LeMayu. You almost expect him. Even on a day when he's not at his very best, you just know he's going to come through because he's so damn good in those particular situations. Watching the game, I'm like, DJ's going to do something here. Line to base hit, keeps the game alive. Aaron Judge has a chance to be a hero. You're down two, you're the go-ahead run. The tying runs are on base. You got a chance to go and wreck the game. Weekly grounds out to third base, and it's game, set, match for the Tampa Bay Rays. Look, the Yankee bats were not good enough today. As good as they were in their first three playoff games, far too many missed opportunities, far too many strikeouts. So I don't want to lose sight of that particular nugget as we move forward. In Yankees offensively were not good enough. Stanton was, the rest of the team was not. Now you got yourself best three series. Anybody who thought this was going to be easy didn't pay attention to Tampa Bay all year. What do you think? Tampa Bay was going to go quietly in the night? They're too tough. But what I am concerned about now is we'll get to the pitching matchup in game three. Man, you're going to need Masahiro Tanaka more than ever. We know Tanaka is having big games in the Yankee uniform. Game three against the Indians in 17. Game two in Boston when they were down one to nothing. 2019, Tanaka in game one against the Astros setting a tone. Tanaka has delivered some money, money playoff outings. But this series is tied at one apiece. Right now, it's pretty obvious that the Tampa Bay Rays have captured the momentum 
And when you look at the fact that in game four, the pitching scenario for the Yankees is God only knows from Jordan Montgomery and then screwing this up earlier this evening with using the two starting pitchers, I don't see an avenue for the Yankees to win this series if they lose game three. Can they win two in a row? Potentially. But it's going to be a major uphill climb with the pitching now being the way that it is. The Yankees need Masahiro Tanaka. That's why I was very cool with the fact that he was lined up, ready to rock and roll to pitch the pivotal game three. That was a good decision. What was a god-awful decision is the way the Yankees handled this opener. I don't want to hear a defense of it. It made absolutely no sense. You burn two starters, and you put them in positions that they haven't been in all year, that they're not comfortable in, and it kind of looks like a total clown show across the board. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 